all right friends welcome back it is 2024 Woo! we ain't seen y'all all year well, um, well technically it's only been two months <laughs> like you do that's like you enter new year's like last year but really it's only been two months mm. um so today is the third of january so it's the third day of 2024 um we're here we're, we made it we're superior um <laughs> so what have you been binging friend what's been up with you what's what's the tea well now that i'm on break i've definitely been able to get back on my binge fest i am still finishing the hulu original series black cake which i'm on the second to last episode and then on the other hand I figured I might as well rewatch the first season of this series as I forgot a lot about it when I'd watched it last fall. It's an HBO Max original series called Rap Shit created by Issa Rae. You might have heard of it. Yeah. That the second season had premiered this past November and had concluded a little bit more recently this this past december if i remember correctly i don't know but bottom line i saw the first season when it came out last fall but i just totally forgot a lot of details about the first season so i just figured myself might as well rewatch and i'm having a lot of fun rewatching it it's only eight episodes and the episodes are not quite lengthy to be honest some of them are no more than like 25 minutes i don't know what it is with Issa ray only making like 25 to 30 minute episodes <laughs> but um Rap shit. For those who don't know what it's about, it's created by Issa Rae, who's also better known for creating TV show Insecure, and also earlier on her popular web series like Dorm Diaries, The Misadventures of an Awkward Black Girl, just really social satire-like type of comedies. And Rap Shit, where this comes into hand, why I think it's quite a unique show that really fits what today's generation it really sheds light on how social media really plays such an influence on the music industry, in particular rap, and how especially that puts a greater pressure on women rappers, like, you know, because of the discussions of hypersexualization, how even conscious women rappers don't really get that as much benefit of the doubt as male conscious rappers like J. Cole or Kendrick Lamar or Tupac. It's it's a lot of details, honestly. It's it's a really thought provoking show and also funny if I may add. I recommend it if you're interested in a story like that. And that's all I've really been watching lately. I haven't seen too many movies. The most recent movie that I saw was a Netflix film directed by my personal favorite director, if not one of them, Zack Snyder, better known as a director of DC movies such as Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman. And the four-hour cut of Justice League that streamed on HBO Max two years ago in 2021. Um, did I say the name of the movie? It's, the movie's called Rebel Moon. It's a new type of science fiction movie. It's a grittier Star Wars, to say the least, honestly. It's a lot of the same themes about repression and rebellion and whatnot, but a little bit more violent. And have I seen any other movies recently? Um... I don't think I've seen any other movies recently. I'm off. Yeah. What about you, friend? Um. So as everybody knows, I've been in my anti-TV era, but mm-hmm. I've come out of it. Um. And the show that got me to come out of it was Percy Jackson. I actually wasn't gonna watch it at first, um, because it's like, oh, these this is like a children's show, but I decided to tune in, and then I actually really like it. Um. 
There are four episodes out so far. The fourth episode came out yesterday. Um, so far, every episode is at least four stars. Um, they're really mm-hmm. eating, and the kids are really acting like they actually have like um, actors who are the age appropriate book character ages. Like they were like twelve at the time of filming. Um, so yeah, I really love that. It's kind of refreshing. I feel like this is sort of Disney's version of Stranger Things. Um, mm-hmm. it has the potential to be that in terms of longevity and popularity. Um, especially because they're supposed to like do most of the books through the screen adaptation. And if that's true and they, and they do get renewed, those kids are going to be booked and busy as they should. That's a talented group of children. Love that for them. Um, and I also mm-hmm. feel old because, like, why were you born in, like, 2009? What, are you, what do you mean? That's crazy. What do you mean by that? <laughs> yeah, those um, kids look no more than, like, 12. Yeah, I think they're, like, so I think they're, like, 14 or 15 right now. By the time I filmed they were 12. And then the guy who plays Luke is our age. Um, and then the girl mm. who plays, um, I forgot her name, but she was, like, 16 or something. I don't know, but um, are you talking about the little black actress that plays Annabelle Chase? Anna, is it Annabelle Chase or Annabeth Chase? Annabeth, she's she she's twelve. She's the same age. I was talking about um. Oh, hold yeah. on, because I was about to say why she was in Percy. No, um. Oh, but yeah. Speaking of Percy, I love him. Like, uh, that's nephew actually. Percy's nephew <laughs> Annabeth is daughter, and Grover is just like kind of everything. Um, I don't know. It's really good so far. I definitely recommend that you tune in, friends, mm-hmm. so you can talk about it. Um, it's definitely on my list, and I totally agree with you. It has potential to have longevity, considering it's based on all these popular books. I just think there's a lot of to take apart with it. Hopefully, they do a better justice than the last Percy Jackson movie did with what's homeboy's name again? Oh, Logan Lerman. I just looked it up that. I remember there was the first movie, which was pretty enjoyable for the time that it came out. Then the second one came out, which was like, eh, and then I just remember they canceled the film series after that. Yeah. Um, but I got my dad to watch it too, and he said he liked the movies better than the show. Um, really? I can't. My dad hasn't read the books, so he doesn't care. Um, I read some of them I when I was in elementary. They had some of them in my school library. Yeah, I only read like one of them, so I don't. But I feel like it's really cool that they're basing it on the books, and that like each episode is named after a chapter in the book, which is really cute. Ooh. Um, and it's yeah. Really cool. Oh, and I finally um caught up to Doctor Who. Um. Mm. The doctor is officially black, so hey, love that. Um, Shuti got what? Wait, my first episode up. I'm trying to, I'm trying to channel my doctor Umar Bhargav. Just like black power, black power. <laughs> no, that's funny. Continue, funny. Shuti got what? Ate his first episode up. Um, I'm in love with the new companion, Millie Gibson. She's actually the same age as me. I'm actually like a couple months older than her, which is crazy. Um, that's how I know I'm getting old. Mm-hmm. Because why am I older than people on TV? This is strange. Um, but yeah, it was really good. Um, and so far, I've just been watching random movies. Um, for some reason, I decided to start watching movies on CW Seed 
um don't recommend the amount of ads uh you're trying to be cable so bad and all the movies are just very horrible like i watched flight um seven seven thousand five hundred um mm. it was terrible it was bad um the plot made no sense just they were trying to throw you like an easter like oh it could be this or it could be that girl just say what it is stop oh just the you know and i watched um i watched 10 year reunion it was terrible the plot easily guessable um the actors they weren't acting um mm. no offense to my girl vicky from vampire diaries um but girl you could have did better um and friend have you seen barbie yet I have not yet, friend. My family wanted to watch it. We're probably going to watch it this upcoming weekend. Have you seen Five Nights because at Freddy's I, yet? That I have no excuse for because my family's not interested in seeing it. My brother already saw it with his friends. I have friend, to watch that as soon as possible. You haven't seen Five Nights at Freddy's. You haven't seen Barbie. You haven't watched Percy Jackson. What's going well, on? Well, to, to be respectfully fair, friend, two nights ago, I was going to watch Barbie on my own, but then my family walked in on me and said, oh, we're not going to watch it. And it was like, oh, I didn't think you guys were so interested. It was like, no, we could watch it. It was like, okay. Okay. I'll give you a pass for now. But tell your family to wrap it up. Yeah. Is Five Nights at Freddy's still on Peacock? Because I know whenever they stream movies on there, it's like they keep it on there for a little bit, but then they take it off and put it somewhere else. It's still on Peacock, right? I think it should be. It was there the check last on time my I checked. Um, I, I mean, know, even speaking. if it's not, I don't think it'll be hard to find. Yeah. Also, I remembered in another movie that I saw recently. Um, I saw a movie on Netflix called Gran Turismo based off of the video game, which is also surprisingly based off of a true story. Oh! Yeah. Interesting. Speaking of cable, um, I need... Yeah, it's still on Peacock. I'm going to need streaming services to stop pretending like they're cable TV because why are you releasing an episode at 9 p.m. at night? <laughs> what happened to no, releasing I was thinking... at midnight? What happened to that? You're right, so service. then people could just watch it in the morning because You're... it reminds me of how when Euphoria season two came out when we were in an, when we were in the pandemic in twenty twenty one, that I see people staying up until nine ten o'clock at night to watch Euphoria and then this premieres like I don't get what's the point of streaming if they're just gonna treat it like cable TV. Was that twenty twenty one? When Euphoria season two came out, yeah, if I remember correctly. Oh my god. I thought it was 2022. Oh, that's it. Nasty. Could have been friend. Um, but yeah, I don't know because if you're gonna listen, if you're gonna release everything at once, I actually miss weekly release releases. Like I like mm-hmm. weekly release. You know, let's spread it out. I miss the suspense. I miss the cliffhangers that you don't get with a with a when you release the whole season at once, right? But if you're going to release it weekly, release it at midnight. This is not cable. Mm-hmm. You no, why are you listening at 9, 6, 10 p.m.? 9, 7 central. You're not Disney Channel. Cut it out. You, you see, friend, I don't mind waiting weekly. I've gotten used to that. But my problem is when they split a season in half, it's a little tedious, if you ask me. Uh, when they split the season in half, but like spread it months apart, like with Manifest, yeah. why do you release like the first half, the first half in like September and the second half in February? 
Oh, friend, how could I totally forget to mention in regards to the movies that we watched, I saw the new Color Purple remake, which I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think um, I don't want to waste too much time before we get into the actual topic. So just give him like, you know, the quick rundown. I definitely personally enjoyed it more than the original personally. I think it had a lot more lighthearted elements due to it being a little bit more of a musical similar to the Broadway show that came out a little bit earlier on, but also still has some of its more serious moments, you know? Yeah, that reminds me, um, Boosie, you know who Boosie is, right? The rapper? Yeah, who doesn't know who that fool is? I was just thinking about him when I was talk thinking about The Color Purple. Yeah, he commented on The Color Purple saying that he took his daughters to go see it. And people were like, wait, you took your daughter's thing to the movie that has assault, gory stuff, abuse in it. But your final straw was when people were lesbians. Right. You and it's it? like he was saying, and he's saying that like there's an agenda being forced. But if his ditzy self knew any better in the original Color Purple novel by Alice Walker, What's her name again? Shoga Avery and Silly did have a same-sex relationship in the book. But initially, when the film was adapted the first time around the 80s by Steven Spielberg, that just wasn't going to pass at the time. I think we're definitely in a somewhat more welcoming generation of same-sex couples to some certain degree, so they added it back in. Furthermore, he's the same person who hired a grown woman to come touch his son. It wasn't even just one woman. He had, like, what, three of those strippers. I remember the whole video. But you want to talk about an agenda. Mm. I actually have his tweet right here on my phone that he was talking about, I had to walk out on this color purple movie, and two other older couples walked out also because I had my little girls with me, and it seemed like a rainbow love story. Good acting, but whoever wrote the script is pushing the narrative hard. As a parent, I will not let my little girl watch this film. To your point, friend, why are you even taking your daughter, your little girls, to see the color purple in the first place? I feel the themes in that movie are just too deep for that age. How old are these children, first of all? The couples who walk out I was gonna say, what what is the old couple got to do with this exactly because why are you t why are you going on a date <laughs> that's not date material go see a romance or take your little kids to go see go see willy wonka right go see wonka no, i'm sorry friend i didn't mean to interrupt you though what are you gonna say about boozy oh i watched Speaking of movies, I watched the um the Hunger Games the other day. Oh, how was that? I don't think you told me. Um, it was good. I mean, she was singing a lot. <laughs> but then again, it's also called the ballads of like songbirds or something. So I mean, what can we expect? But it was good. She kinda ate that. She she kinda ate that. I know I'm more interested um into in seeing um what's her name? Rachel. Mm. Oh, Rachel Zegler? Yeah. She kind of ate that. And then Cornelius Snow? Oh, he was a monster. Um, So, yeah. And that ending was so Ooh. interesting. Have you seen it, friend? It, well, no, I, I've never been a fan of the Hunger Games, friend. Oh, I, I thought the, I don't like it either. Uh, 
I thought the books were decent when I was in elementary, but the movies just, they weren't really hitting for me because of Jennifer Lawrence. You know, I have a bias to her. Did I tell you I have a bias to her? You did I don't know. do that. I forgot about it. I, didn't I just don't like her as an actor. I just don't like her as an actress, friend. She she really tries too hard to be a badass to me, and it comes off cringy. She ruined X Men for me. Yeah. I, oh. 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 My friend, friend. All right, friend. Okay. I say what I said, friend. I don't. I didn't Listen, like her as mistake. You you stand you stand in your you stand in your truth, friend. You got it, friend. <laughs> um, but I didn't like the Hunger Games movies either because I don't know. I just. When I was younger, I liked Divergent better. I know controversial. I can agree to that. Um, but Divergent. Divergent is controversial. I didn't know that. No, the uh, liking Divergent over the Hunger Games is controversial. Oh yeah, I can see that. Um, but yeah, I liked. I just liked the characters better. I mean, those books, those books were messy. Um, but the movies were pretty good to me. I don't know, and I was never really. I, I never really cared about Katniss or Peta. Like I could really yeah care less. Um, they were kind of boring. Um, I thought but... his name was Peter this whole time. His name was Peta, like the bread. Yes, like the bread. And her name is Katniss, <laughs> like the plant. That's a pl- wow. That's even more hilarious. Um, but yeah, I watched it with my dad because my dad had it on downstairs, and I was like, "Huh, let me tune in." So. I went and sat with my dad and watched it. Um, but mm-hmm. it was it was it was pretty good. Anyway, anyway, are you ready to get into it, friend? Yes, I am, friend. We could definitely discuss the color purple another time because I don't want to spoil way too much and I didn't watch it yet. Mm-hmm. But let's get into it. All right. So today we're going to talk about things that we should be leaving in twenty twenty three. Um, there's a lot of things that should be left. Um, there's a lot of things that we allowed in 2023 to occur um, that shouldn't have. Um, so, yeah, uh, number one is going to have to be, and this can kind of rope into a lot of different topics, um, but number one is definitely going to have to be those toxic podcasters, um, not us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not us. That's the reason we started this podcast. We wanted to just spread a little positivity in this era of negative podcasters yeah we're positive over here <laughs> um but yeah it makes me talk to podcasters with all their gender war stuff and like oh a woman should do this and that and that and this and if she's not then she's not a woman or a man should do this and that and that and this and if he's not he's not a real man or how are you gonna be in your masculine energy um it's just like uh do y'all have anything else to talk about other than women and men mind you the women that you don't get you're single <laughs> how you how you telling somebody you not how, how are you telling somebody they're not a catch or that this is why you don't get a man you don't have a girl <laughs> let's talk about that now I'll take a little break to hear from our sponsors It's summertime, guys, which means it's a prime time for festivals and concerts. This festival season, planning for factor-efficient hydration is essential. Liquid IV has you covered while you prep before, power through to the headliner, and recover after the weekend. It's convenient packaging and delicious flavors like watermelon, and hydrating feeling keeps me coming back for more. 
One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrate you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. They have 12 delicious, refreshing flavors to keep your hydrated routine exciting. Made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. This is a perfect thing to keep you hydrated this festival season. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code BFFRPOD at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop hydration today using promo code BFFR at liquidiv.com. I think it's so funny, friend, to build off of you that I've seen so many videos, especially with the whole Simone Biles and her husband thingy talking about that I'm the prize. And it's like, here's the way that I view it, friend. I know you have so much to say about that, friend. I just really need to let this out real quick. That So whenever I hear guys say that, you know, I'm the prize, or women that might say, I'm the prize. You ever notice that the people that say things that I'm the prize, it really does give off the same energy to me as that I'm such a nice guy. Like, if you really were the prize, just like you were, if you were a nice guy, your actions should speak louder than your words than you would having to gaslighting yourself by saying that out loud, because clearly there's a little bit of guilt lingering inside. I have a lot to say oh, you could go, friend. You could go. Biles thing. Um, so basically, if you guys don't know, Simone Biles and her husband went on a podcast where he said that they met on a dating app and that she pursued him. Um, and that he didn't know who she was and that he Mm -hmm. was the prize. Um, and she said that, you know, eventually I'm going to be known as so-and-so's wife. Um, first of all, I don't know that man's name. I still don't know that man's name. Um, nobody knows who he is. People are like, oh, he's in the NBA. Women went on TikTok and asked their husband. I just know he's in the NFL. Oh, yeah, the NFL, my bad. Um, women went on TikTok and asked their husbands um, who he was. And they were like, oh, he's in the NFL. And then they were like, do you know his name? Nobody knew it. Nobody knew his mm-hmm. name. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, there was this, It was like asking my NFL-crazed boyfriend. It was just like, do you know, it was like, no, who is that? And it was just like, it was just, and then she was like, she, she Simone Biles' husband was like, oh, okay. Um, and the fact that he said that he didn't know who Simone Biles was, you, I, just, just no way, just, just, just no way. Um, and actually she, I don't know if you know this friend, but on Peacock, actually, um, Kevin Hart and, was it Keenan or was it Kale? Um, well, who's the one on SNL? Probably Keenan. It's Is that Keenan. On SNL? Okay, yeah, yeah. It was Kevin yeah. Hart and Keenan who have like this little segment thingy where they like talk about like stuff throughout the year. And so they did it in twenty twenty three, and they had Simone Biles on, and they asked her about it, and she said actually, um, they got into arguments about it before, you know, um, and like she was saying that her and her husband, um, I presume. Yeah, she was saying that um, her husband tried to do her gymnastics workouts, and he couldn't do it. But she would do his workouts with his team, and she did it like flawlessly and like with no trouble. Um, and they were, like eventually they were, they were mm-hmm. like, oh well, like we can't. They just choose not to talk about it anymore or bring it up. And it's like, so in your marriage, you can't talk about your career. What? 
So pretty much what you just told me was that his ego got shattered. Exactly. Because, I, like, also, how can you say you don't know Simone Biles? How can you say that? And I talked to my friend about this, and he was like, oh, well, you know, gymnastics is very niche and da-da-da-da. I have never watched the Olympics in my life. I still know who Simone Biles is. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows who Simone Biles is. Like, let's be for real. Let's stop and be serious. And then he also said that, oh, well, I think that, you know, all men are the prize. All men. All men. Are the prize. I really want to know. I really want to know what he's smoking. He's like, yeah, I think in most relationships, you know, I think in almost all relationships, men are the prize. The prize. That's no. the, the prize. With the amount of bums um, that mm-hmm. exist, with the with the um, with the statistics for women filing for divorce at an all time high, I'm gonna need you to sit and be for real. Also, to build oh, off of you, friend of what? Oh, sorry, friend, you first. Also, this can like go into a different topic of um, weaponized incompetence. Do you know what that is, friend? Okay, so basically, it is when someone pretends like they don't know how to do something so you can stop asking them to do it. Like, let's say... Um, I think I've heard of that. I asked my husband to wash the dishes, and then, like, every time I ask him to wash the dishes, he, he breaks the dish. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, just stop washing the dishes. I'll do it myself. Or I asked him to wash... Or a woman asks her husband to watch their kid, and then they like leave, and they come back, and the kid is like covered in peanut butter or something, or like the house is a mess. It's like they pretend not to do simple tasks so that you can stop asking them to do those tasks. They pretend to be stupid, which is like, and then there's this whole thing of like um, single married moms, where like the woman is married mm-hmm. and they have kids, but the husband does nothing, so she's basically a single parent. Um, so. I shouldn't have gotten that lightheaded from listening to that friend. That's wow. And then um, the whole Twitter thread. Also, we should leave this in twenty twenty three. Um, stop asking weird weird questions on Twitter. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop with the, stop with the weird scenarios. Stop it. Because why every three to five business month we see the question: Who do you serve first, your man or your kids? Or what would you do if you're da 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 da? It's like stop. Go mm-hmm. go touch some grass. Anywho, this lady, um, there was this whole Twitter thread back a few months ago. Um, people were were, it was like that phase where you realize you hate your girlfriend, and then a bunch of men tweeted talking about how they hate their girlfriends and what they do to get their girlfriends to break up with them or what they do to their girlfriends to like so they hate them or whatever. And it's like, whatever happened to breaking up? Whatever happened to leaving? What? Where did it go? Why? Some people are truly so bond me, friend. Why are you on Twitter talking about how much you hate your girlfriend when you can just leave and be single? Right. Is that like a foreign concept to people? Like, mm-hmm. why are you making somebody else? Why are you making yourself and somebody else miserable? To build off of you, friend, with Simone Biles, so to build off of you about how pretty much his masculinity was fragile for some reason because, what, he couldn't do her workouts. Like, bro, it happens. Like, so, okay, you said that Simone was able to do his workouts. 
like as someone that's been working out for what six years now like there's do you have like these different types of exercises like you know for different kinds of athletes someone that you know plays in the nfl they mostly do like really like basic like compound like type of lifting weights or body weighted calisthenics and you take simone biles that like you know a lot of gymnastics people they usually often more than not do calisthenics type of training because you know they need a strong core this that and the third and i wouldn't be surprised if they also dip their toes in weight training you know for just a little bit of extra like power you know especially in their leg areas when they have to do all that jumping now on the other hand when it comes to him doing um simone biles's exercise that requires like a really superhuman level of flexibility which not everyone is gifted with so i don't see why he would put himself in that kind of predicament if he knows that he's not that flexible like mm -hmm. you would never see me trying to do that i will like rip my arm in half that also reminds me that people went through his following um and he was mostly following light skins and latinos oh boy so she's the so she's the exception dark skin girl or he's trying to ride her coattails. Hmm. What was I about to say, though, friend? And then going back to him not knowing who Simone was, that's just BS. It's just BS. Like, like you said, friend, like, you don't watch the Olympics that much. You don't watch sports that much, like you said. Like, I definitely dip my toes in sports. Like, you know, I do like watching the Olympics to track and field. I dip my toes in basketball and football and whatnot. Like, I, I enjoy talking about those things. But it's like, you know... I don't really, I don't watch gymnastics like at all. I don't watch tennis at all. Like that's like saying, I don't know who Serena Williams is or Venus Williams is. Like you just gotta know who she is. You don't need to listen to 80s pop like that and still know who Michael Jackson is. Like, you know what I mean? Like who does not know who they are because of how influential they are? Like Simone Biles, like I remember my elementary teachers were talking about her. That's what a sensation she was. She literally has a presidential medal. And you don't know who she right. is? He's a liar. It's giving she's not He was friend. clearly... It's he was... Trying to oh, what were you going to say, friend? Were you saying, giving, friend, that he's not her type? It's giving he's not... It's giving she's not his type. It's giving he's trying to humble her, bring her down a peg, um, not, let her, not, not let her head get too big. Like all this type of stuff. Maybe he feels emasculated because you know she's the more popular one. She she could I don't know about the breadwinner, but I mean she's the she's the more relevant one. I don't know. But I'm not entirely sure what her net worth is, but I wouldn't doubt that she makes more than him. It's another type of situation with Kiki Palmer and Darius Jackson or I mean I was about to say Rihanna and ASAP Rocky, but I wouldn't go as far to make that comparison because ASAP doesn't fall super far behind Rihanna. Yeah, I would say yeah. more along the lines of Kiki and Darius Jackson. I don't know, because apparently gymnasts don't make that much. Like, they don't make that much from, like, the Olympics and stuff. They make they make more from, like, brands and deals and stuff than the actual Olympics part, which is crazy to mm -hmm. me. I'm looking up Simone Biles' net worth. Um, oh, wow. So she doesn't have an official um, net worth just yet, quite surprisingly. It says it's some, it's that it's around 50 million <clears throat> or 16 million. Yeah, there's a bunch of different results. It seems pretty unclear. Ooh, it might snow. Oh my 
<laughs> oh no. I guess Snow decided to come late, huh? Honestly, but what was that about warming, this? Oh, oh me first. Right, my bad, my bad. Global warming is crazy because why is it not snowing in Chicago? I haven't had that one drop of snow over here in New Jersey and New York. It's just been frigid cold and rainy. Like, where's. I went outside earlier today with my dog. I came back inside sniffling. Why is it cold? But there's no snow. Was it like cold to that point where you inhale? Like, it almost kind of feels like your lungs are burning. It was mad cold, but it was. I don't know. My nose was burning a bit. Um, but like, where's the snow? Why is the ground clear? It's snowing up in Canada where my friend is. She says she said there's a picture of her sn- of her snow, but it's not mm-hmm. snowing in America. Where's the snow at? It's nowhere to be found. Stop the global warming is crazy. You know what, y'all? Stop vaping. Mm-hmm. I beg. I think it's so interesting, friend, to keep. I have so much to say about that Simone Biles and her husband's situation. That it's just so sad to me that people are always attacking the woman. That like, why are you with that man? You need to divorce that man. You could have chose better. You could have did better. And it really just reminds me of the whole situation with Kiki Palmer and Darius Jackson. It's like, yeah, I really hope the best for these women that they do get out of these predicaments. But it's like, how best to word this? It's like when they meet these men. They obviously aren't going to present their true colors like that earlier on because if that were the case, they could have easily dodged the bullet then and there. Like, you know what I mean? They don't like it's like the more they get comfortable, then that's when they start to show their true colors and they lock these women in a cage. Mm-hmm. A man will pretend until he gets what he wants and then he'll show mm-hmm. his true colors, whether that's marriage, a baby, your money, whatever he wants. If he gets it, then he'll show you who he really is. Because people were saying, why was Simone so silent? She didn't say not one thing that, like, girl, like, have a little bit of a spine. And it's like. Listen, I'm not going to judge her. If that's what she wants for her marriage, Mm -hmm. that's what she wants. If she wants her man to be more popular than her, if she wants her man to be the breadwinner, you know what? Power to you, girly pop. You want want that traditional marriage? I I was about to say the same thing, like. If Simone wants to be the traditional wife, then so be it. Who are we to tell her what we should do? Yeah, the whole leave the man. Like, I mean, sometimes you should leave him, but that's your business. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get on the internet and tell nobody to leave nobody. Because mm-hmm. that's you. That's you. You got By it. By the way, friend, I thought it was really interesting that you said that he followed white girls and non-black latinas that's new news to me what were people saying about that again because that really makes me think now because it's a little bit of a topic within its own but like there's been a discourse of, i've even talked about it at some point that you know there's obviously a lot of pressure on the beauty when it comes to darker skinned black women in our communities that there's sometimes what we call an exception dark skin girl depending on the qualities that they compensate for for being dark skin maybe their features might be more smaller maybe they might have a certain build like that's the kind of vibe that it's getting mm, maybe or the status like they can yeah provide what you, you but what something. but can you build a little bit more on that where did you find that out from um somebody said it somewhere i can't tell you where i think it was a TikTok, or i don't know um, but allegedly, I'm gonna say allegedly. Um, somebody went through his following at some point, 
and saw that he was following light-skinned women and Latinas and white girls. Um, mm. And they didn't see any darker-skinned women. Um, mm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's quite possible that he could be. And also, this is all allegedly, we're just talking, y'all. Don't come for us talking about, oh, you don't know these mm-hmm. people. Well, duh. Okay, Sherlock. Um, <laughs> but allegedly, that's what people saw. Um, and so people are thinking that he, she's probably not his type and that he could be writing her coattails um, for some type of end game, writing her popularity, her status, or whatever. Um, I don't know nothing about none of that, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And one more thing to add, I just, you know, kind of overlapping this into our overall topic of just letting go of these toxic podcasters, especially the dating coach like type of people. I just find it all the more embarrassing because when you really soak in the bigger picture, everybody sees this nonsense like it's not just black people that might stumble upon this on their fees like white people will see this a bunch of non-black people will see this and one way or the other eventually they're gonna use it against us especially when you have these fools like whatever the heck simone biles husband's name i don't even respect him to know his real name it's like that eventually that they'll probably use that like back in his face like to say that you know black men as a collective like you know are emotionally unstable or like collectively abusive you know like when the situation arises to some sort of injustice against black men Mm -hmm. but that's just the way i see it what do you think friend um yes hold on friend i'm Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was trying to find something um so there was this guy speaking of uh the podcast there's this Mm -hmm. guy hold on Okay, hold on. I'm about to play this. Speaking of, we're going to play a crazy podcast clip just to show you um, why these toxic podcasts should be left. All right. Washcloths are for poor people. Yeah. So, yeah, I only have one friend use washcloths. And when she would stay with me, she'd say, can I have a washcloth? And I said, I don't have washcloths. There's no washcloth. Use your hand, dummy. I remember the, I really do remember the first time I crashed at a, a poor friend's house and then he handed over like a towel for after the shower and then a bar soap and then a little one i go what's the little towel he goes a washcloth i go i threw it back at him i'm like i'm good and he was like "Uh." washcloths now 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 um now since when are washcloths for poor people basically somebody explained this to me they said Mm -hmm. that um, rich people don't care about the amount of soap that they're using, so I'll just put it on their hands and rub it on their bodies and not care how much of it is going down the drain, but when we put soap on a towel, we are guaranteeing that it stays on the towel and that we aren't wasting any soap. Um, but also, why are you washing your whole body with your hand? How do you exfoliate? Mm-hmm. How, do you, how do you scrub? How do you make sure you're really getting into the nitty gritty? And who was that speaking in the video again, friend? Um, it. Hold on, I'm about to tell you, because it's he's a comedian, um, allegedly. 
and his name, Jesus, what's his name? I forgot his name, friend. I'm about to find it. Um, I just lost a brain cell in two listening to that. I don't use a wa- I don't use a watch cloth, but I use the loofah sponge or whatever it's called in the stick thingy. Yeah, like just washing. I use a loofah. I have exfoliating gloves. I have like a back scrubber. But like, mm-hmm. why are you just washing your whole body with your hand? Right. That's <laughs> wow. I, that's the craziest thing I've heard in my life. Why would you do that? That's why people. That's why certain people be smelling like pennies after it rains. Because they're not washing themselves correctly. These are the same people who don't wash their legs because the soap runs down their legs. And they're like, oh, it's clean now. But, no. It's, it's not. It's not clean. You're going to need to um to actually scrub your legs. Um, It's just, it's nasty. Oh, let's not forget um Dr. Umar. And um who was the other guy he was talking to? Where he was like, Are you mixed race? Oh, Dr. Are you talking about when Dr. Umar was on the Joe Budden show recently? Yeah. I didn't like... <laughs> watch that a hundred percent. I just saw the video mm. of Dr. Umar debating with that guy that had the white wife or whatever and it's like i don't know why that man thought that he was gonna win that argument with dr umar um the guy who said washcloths are for poor people is tom sagira um he's a comedian never heard of him before Um, i have absolutely no idea who that is but yeah and then he actually he's selling washcloths that say poor on it (laughs) That is trifling. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. The way he's trying to profit off of it is crazy. Um, all right, here's the, here's the Dr. Umar clip. Oh, boy. Yes. That's why. Okay. Are you mixed race? No. Or you a bunny hop? Yes. That's why that's you have true. a liberal that's perspective. That's not true. Because you go home that's to a white That's not true. But that's not true. I felt this way before I met my white girlfriend. Although your white girlfriend and possibly none of her family owned the slave thing. from Portugal. Although the Portuguese was our first ones in the church slave trade. The very same. They, built, they yes. built most of the dungeons in Africa. So I know she got racism in her veins because of the Portuguese role in the slave trade. Let's say uh, her family did them all of that. What's not fit? It was the first ones in the shit. The reason you have no business being with a Caucasian woman is although she nor her family may have participated in our oppression directly, she benefits from it. Should we have that same disdain for the Africans that sold us into into the slave trade? That's a great question. Are you mixed? I'm sorry, are you a bunny hopper? And him saying yes is so funny. <laughs> Why was he <it> Friend, <laughs> doctor, you know oh. stuff is about to hit the 
fan when Dr. Umar is yelling and cursing. Like, I have never seen him lose his cool like that, like, ever. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I think that's, like, the first time I've heard him say a curse word. Really? Oh, wow. I am so serious. That was kind of scary. I haven't seen the whole thing either. I did, That's my first time watching that clip. The only thing I've heard from was, like, the whole Are You a Bunny Hopper thing. Um, <laughs> He's like, yes. <laughs> Are you a bunny hopper? Answer the question. <laughs> um, oh my god. But yeah, we have the podcasters out that, here. I think you that know. quite concludes that segment, friend. Do you have anything else to add about the podcasters or the Simone Bio situation? Um, no, I don't think so. You know, use your washcloths, use your loofahs. I think the one more thing that I could only really add about that is that it's just so beyond me how men and women can, like, you know, go to these so-called dating coaches, whether if it's these red pillars or these divestors. And it's like, how do you just sit there and take advice from people who don't even have their own situations and overall doo-doo together? Like, that, that just, Yeah. It, it reminds me of Steve Harvey. People go to that's Steve all I really have to say about like that. Wait, did marriage you advice or whatever, but like the people who go to Steve Harvey for marriage advice or whatever, he's been married like three, four times. I don't think he's the expert. I'm gonna be. That's what I'm saying. Serious. It's like, how do you go to these men and women that have been divorced so many times, broken up so many times, aren't like are single and like clearly are having a hard time getting their lives back together or in a current relationship and it's still not working out, just in a toxic environment. It's like ugh. Yeah. It's strange. Um, all right. Ready for the next topic, friend? I think you have more to say about this than me. We can mm-hmm. talk about the gym bros. Oh my goodness, friend, where do I even start with them that like I said earlier on in this episode that I've been working out for six years now, I found a lot of mental clarity from it. It's definitely become a really passionate hobby of mine. And it just really saddens me that, you know, that I think the fitness community can be both a very, like, loving and supportive community, but yet on the other side of the coin, it could be such a discriminative and not so loving place at the same time, especially when it comes, you know, to plus size people that would like to become influencers. Because I think a lot of time when people think of fitness influencers, you're probably thinking of someone what like soldier, soldier, I said soldier, soldiers, I meant superhero shoulders, superhero shoulders, I meant to say, or like abs or something. And it's like, but, and it's like, you know, not everyone is going to look like that. Like, you know what I mean? And I really do commend, like, you know, those plus size, like, fitness influencers, like, you know, that are aiming to lose weight. And it's like, you know, they really take their followers on a journey with them. Like, you see what I mean? And I think it's really important, like, you know, to represent that we all start from somewhere. You know what I mean? Because it's like all the time, whenever you see people that are already shredded and whatnot, it can sometimes be discouraging to people because they start to compare themselves that, like, why are they not getting as fast results or why are they struggling compared to these people that could do some of these exercises effortlessly like you know what i mean Hmm. and yeah i just don't get these gym bros even some of these like gym women sometimes that it's like they hate the existence of plus size people like lizzo for example that are promoting body positivity because they think for some reason that's telling people like to go out and eat mcdonald's or pizza hut every night or something when it's 
really not the case at all. Like, you know, there are a lot of these body positivity people that go to the gym and take care of themselves. That's literally the point of body positivity. That's not saying like to eat like crap all day and just lay around all day. That's saying that you can still take care of your body while not also having this condescending self-image of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, friend. I don't have much to say. I'm not on that side of the internet. And I don't work out right. myself. Um, the most <laughs> I'll do is play Michael Jackson experience and call it a day. Um yeah. but yeah, people are very toxic in that in that social like, oh, if you don't do if you don't lift this or if you don't squat this, then you're not this and that and that and this. It's like, uh, shut up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like, like I said, it's like, how do you hate plus size people for simply existing and spreading a little bit of love to the world, to people that look like them? But it's like, on the other hand, when they actually do get in the gym and are trying to make better changes for like their health appearance, whatever that may be, you still hate them. It's like, you know what I mean? Like harassing them in the gym or giving them some sort of weird looks. It's just terrible. Yeah. Um, all right next topic friend um mm-hmm. these topics kind of coincide um we need to leave those toxic relationship pushers back in 2023 so aka blue mm-hmm. face Krishan, um stewie i don't know the girl real name is it alexis i don't know friend you got we me on that her, one but another one is jada pinkett smith and yep. will smith mm-hmm. leave them leave them there because why are we first of all with, with the blueface and Krishan thing? Why do they have a show? Who they have a show? Who pushed that? Who who cleared that? Who green? What is that, that even on? Like BET I, Plus? I couldn't tell. I think it's on Zeus. I think it's on, I think it's on Zeus. Um, we people call them this generation's Whitney and Bobby. Why are we? Why are we promoting that? Why? Why are we promoting that? Let's not. Let's keep it away. I mean, yes, the songs are right. They kind of slap sometimes. I'm a bad little and I'm shaped like a Barbie. <laughs> mm-hmm. But let's not. Because why he just released a, a, a remix of that song today? It's the third day of January. No, I was just thinking to myself that you know, friend, you know what Krishan Rock and Blueface kind of corresponds to that I mentioned in the very start of the episode that with Issa Rae's um, HBO Max series rap shit, that it, it really made me wonder deeply, like, as I'm watching this show, that you ever feel that, not even just with the rap industry, I feel when it comes to the music industry in general these days, you really don't need to be that talented to get by because some people either just need to have pretty privilege on their side or drama on their side and they'll go viral you don't even need to because can you even name one blue face song friend i can't just just bust just tatiana and that's because people used to sing it's me constantly that's my name (laughs) yeah yeah i can't name no blue face song but yeah what do you think I I need him to be canceled as soon as he released that Tatiana song. It ruined my life. When I was like, <laughs> what, what year was that song released? Because whatever year that was. Probably please, sometime in 2022. Because no, I didn't start hearing about Blue. I, I think I started hearing Chicago. about Blueface. Blueface from Chicago? No, I was in Chicago when that song came out. Oh. 
it came out in um boop 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 dang why is it so far down here it came out in oh oh he was on that song west coast too the song came out in 2019 i think Um, no, sorry, friend. I was just thinking. <laughs> no, I was just randomly thinking of that blue face video where he was trying to deadlift in the gym. He couldn't even lift like that 10 pound barbell. Remember, he was shaking his legs and people made a bunch of memes out of that. Yeah, it came out in 2018. Uh, also, he's been around for a minute because I didn't start hearing about him until maybe like the middle of 2021. Yeah, he got, he got, he, it came out in 2018 and then he, got uh cardi b and yg to feature on tatiana and then famous hmm. crip came out in 2018 he's a crip i mean i'm not surprised he does well i yeah. mean his name is Blueface, friend i don't know why i'm not putting these two and twos together it's like first i didn't know sexy red was a blood but her name is sexy red and she does wear all red i guess that does make sense and then i didn't know that Blueface was a crip his name is Blueface, and he wears all blues it's like should be a little smarter than that um yeah and then he had that song with west coast uh, called west coast with um with he's um, from my life yes it, it, jesus who was on the song it was that white guy um i used to listen to him um he used to date halsey jesus. i don't know friend hold on i'm about to i i'm about to look it up It was G Easy. Yep, it was G Easy. It it had all black, blue face, G Easy, and YG. It's called West Coast. I used to say that song. Um, but those are the two songs that I know um why and then he like disappeared for a bit nobody heard from him and then like it was like last year when he reappeared he spawned out of nowhere with that show but like him getting them girls like tattoo his face on him and like locking them up or whatever i don't know he was being a little r kelly ish um so yeah and then for some reason everybody forgot about that and then he came out with krishan and then we had the whole, oh, the Krishan missing tooth saga. And then she got on baddies and then they got a show together. And then he got back with Alexis and then they made a song. And then it was like a whole, the whole saga. Let's, let's, let's leave it. Let's put it down. Let's put it away. Let's leave them back from last year. And then the whole Will and Jada thing. Uh, it's tired. It's old. They're old. I don't, I don't, <laughs> that was funny. Um, I don't even think we need to get into that whole Oscar situation. If you haven't heard about that, just no. go on YouTube at this point. Um, it still um, sends me how them white people was like, oh, that's the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh, I cried. Was so, I wasn't it Amy Schumer that said that she was Amy traumatized, Schumer. that yeah. she has post-traumatic stress? It's like, girl. <laughs> I'm just going to be for real. Um, but yeah, uh, and then her constantly, and then these, they keep releasing books about their marriage and their lives and da-da-da-da, 
it's like I, at this point, I, my mom actually has a copy of will's book i think it's literally just called will like isn't it like a like an autobiography of his life or something yeah yeah i don't know i didn't know jada made one though yeah she did she made one this year i mean 2023 um but mm. yeah it i didn't read it um but it was you know about her life it had will in it tupac in it she was like doing like a little press release book tour type thing where she was going on different podcasts with people and talking about her life and stuff and it's just like oh girl let's let's put it down also the red table talk got canceled um i feel i mean poor my girl willow she's out of a job my poor girl mm. but that's, it's all right she make fire music um so that's okay i haven't I never really kept up with Willow's music that much, honestly. I've definitely kept up more with Jaden's music. What kind of music does Willow make again? I assume she's also an alternative type of artist. Yeah, it's alternative type indie. Yeah. Um, but I like her. Because Jaden like makes hip-hop, but he kind of has this alternative vibe to his hip-hop. Yeah, I like that one song that um that him and Willow made together. What's it called? Summertime? I don't I think, think I heard it. Uh, let's play a little... They made. They also made a song called "Summertime," really following yeah. in their daddy's footsteps. It, no, it's, it's called "Summertime in Paris." Hold on. No. Yeah, I'm just icon living. American living. Just, just did it. Whoa! Come a few, few five minutes. Never heard it. It's nice. I like it. Um, but yeah. It's a pretty good song. I like them. I like the kids. You know, they've been serving ever since with my hair. Um, what's that? Oh, when uh, when Jenny used to be back, be back with uh, with Justin Bieber and them. That was fun times. Fun times. <laughs> you know what, friend? Oh, this is this is a little off topic. Um, but I was reminded yesterday. Do you know who Amanda Todd is? No, friend. Who is that? Okay, so basically, uh, I don't know if this happened. Over and over on your side of the pond, friend. But basically, back and this is like a universal Gen Z experience because I, other people talked about this before too. Um, basically, back when we were in school, um, Amanda Todd was a girl who unalived herself by drinking bleach, and she made this mm. YouTube video where she like had like these title cards, and she like wrote words on them explaining like why she did what she did, and she posted them on YouTube, right? And it was shown in classrooms across America. It was everywhere. It was shown in my class like five different times. Mind That's... you, I was in Ugh. I was probably in like third, fourth grade. You never saw that video, friend? Honestly, no, friend. Um I remember there was a similar situation that happened on TikTok in 2020 of this one. She was probably around my age at the time. She's probably like 16 or something like that. It's just dark skinned girl in high school that was bullied because of her complexion and that she drank bleach and killed herself. Yeah, the yeah. Amanda Todd thing happened in 2012. So I was like eight. And so they showed that video in between 2012 and like 2015. So I was between I was between like what 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 grade are you in when you're eight? Like second grade. I was in like second grade and like 
fourth grade. Why are you showing that? Yeah, we're, we were we were both. I think we were both in the second grade. Why are you showing that second graders? Like, what's why? Why? And like, I talked to other people, and like people, like other people saw it too. And it's like, why? Also, why does she have a whole Wikipedia page? <laughs> what? Basically, it was like basically they used to show it in classrooms to like discourage people from cyberbullying. That's what's happened to her. It's like an anti-bullying mm-hmm. campaign, and so it was like supposed to be like a, a cautionary tale. You show it in classrooms, but like oh, yeah. Apparently, um, the guy who. She was um she was blackmailed by this guy and he was actually sentenced to to thirteen years in prison on October fourteenth, twenty twenty two. So that wasn't that long ago. Mm. Yeah. Anywho. Um, next thing that you believe in 2023 is, well, I mean, TikTok, but also not really. Um, it's more so mm-hmm. the um, the drama and the toxicness of TikTok that can stay behind. Because, I mean, let's yeah. be for real, nobody's leaving TikTok. Like, at this point, it's kind of, you kind of need to have TikTok to be in the know. And, like, people make their money from there. So, it's like, it's a whole thing. Um, but the whole toxic side with the gender wars and the the um the weird scenarios and the weird challenges and stuff like that can like stay behind. That should have stayed in twenty twenty actually. Ooh, um, here's another thing I think we should definitely leave in twenty twenty three that I don't think we had even written down on the list. Aside from the weird gender wars, we really, as black people, need to let go of these weird diaspora wars, like with all these different ethnic groups of black people coming at each other's necks for dumb things, like African Americans versus Caribbeans versus West Africans versus East Africans, just whatever versus Afro Latinos and so on. Yeah, because there is no reason. Actually, this happened in twenty twenty three. I joined a space like early twenty twenty three. Jesus, where it was like. Um, Africans versus African Americans, and like they were calling us monkeys and like hanging fodder, and it's like whoa. It's like that's why you don't know where you're from. First of all, we're all black. I have I have so much to say about that, friend. That okay. So I find it so embarrassing when my fellow Caribbeans say to African Americans that they don't know where they come from and i'm thinking to myself we're not that much more special than african americans we don't know where we come from either we're just dropped off in a different location from africa we're all in the same boat just different stops bro yeah i think it's so stupid to say oh you don't know where you come from like i actually i do know where i come from i'm from chicago (laughs) that's where i'm from thank you my mom's from my dad's from my grandma and I remember there was this. I remember there was this one guy that was saying that African Americans that they have white names that their last names are Thompson. It's like, what kind of stupid argument is that when there are so many like Africans that also have last names? Like, 
Charles or something like that. Like I, I know this one. I know this one Haitian girl that her last name is Charles. Like colonialism, y'all. Um. Yeah. The whole thing is so stupid. Let's sit it down. Let's put it down. Let's step away. Let's you know. Let's look in the mirror to ourselves. Mm-hmm. I'm black. I think the most important thing that we could take from this, we can acknowledge the beautiful differences that we have in our cultures. But I feel at the same time, we should also acknowledge the similarities that we share because while there are some differences in our cultures, there is also a lot of shared similarities. Because like I said, same boat, different stops. Yeah. Like you'd be surprised how many people like, you know, kept on their traditions, like, you know, when they were separated from their families and whatnot. Yeah. Like, where do you... Right. Or tried to keep on, like, some part of their names. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's just really weird. And the whole argument is so stupid. Um, and let's not forget that the, the uh, Europeans were, the on- were not the only ones involved in the slave trade. Um, so... Right. Let's and we have here. the we have the British, Spaniards, French, Portuguese, Dutch. This kind of goes on, honestly. So let's let's not forget, um, and let's not act superior or big and bad, um, just because you know exactly where your ancestors are from. That don't make you special, babe. Because I know too. Even in even if you go to, I have so many Nigerian and Ghanaian friends that tell me so many stories that like, you know, that there are a lot of Africans, you know, that will make fun of African Americans, you know, for not knowing where they're from. But if you go to Nigeria and Ghana, there's a lot of the same problems that they suffer with just in the US. Like in Nigeria and Ghana, that's actually where the biggest skin bleaching like companies like are located. Like, believe it or not, friend, all those skin bleaching products, a lot, you don't really find those in the United States. All those are like in Ghana, Jamaica, or Haiti or something like that. So they suffer from colorism, all the self-internalized anti-blackness. So I even need to get started on the chokehold on, Christ- on toxic Christianity. They have anti-queerness. They have just about every problem that black people in the U.S. does. They have lack of educational opportunities because of poverty and a bunch of systematic like class systems put in place. Corrupt yeah. governments. Speaking of speaking could go on of, all day, friend. That's like a whole episode on its own. Speaking of skin color changes, um, there was this girl who had a podcast. Um, take away the mics in twenty twenty three. Not mine though. I just got it. It's pink. It's cute. That's gonna be mine. Yeah, it's um, called the one with the smiley face on it. Yeah, that's what I'm using right now. Does it sound good? Um, oh, you're using but... it. It sounds it sounds really crispy, friend. I, t- I honestly thought it was just a new app that we're using today. It's the new mic as well. No, it's my mic. Look at her. Ah! Okay. Do you have a name for? Um, we're gonna call her Patricia. Hmm. Um, but there's this girl who had a um, a podcast. They said she asked the question. Um, would Michael Jackson has be would had Jesus? I can't speak. Would Michael Jackson be as popular as he is if he had stayed dark skin and it's like girl i'm gonna need you to be for real first of all his most popular era was thriller when he was dark yeah also he had vitiligo people like to forget or pretend like he didn't but he did yeah 
A lot of people accuse Michael Jackson of hating his blackness, but quite frankly, I think he was one of the celebrities to be proud about blackness honestly these people ain't heard black or white these people don't, these people ain't listen to they don't care about us like what all i gotta say is that like him and listen. him and janet they were doing what beyonce i wouldn't even say what beyonce tries to do what beyonce tries to imitate doing honestly because beyonce she's just another black capitalist that could truly give so much less about our communities that i just feel that she really just capitalizes off of that more than anything like you go back to the era of thriller or like janet jackson's rhythm nation for example they really were being a voice for change like at the time when things were really bad in the 80s when you had all these black and brown neighborhoods with the crack epidemic and whatnot and the rise in police brutality with rodney king um and Michael Jackson, like, he also had, you had mentioned songs like Black and White, They Don't Care About Us. He also has a song called Liberian Girl, which yes. I can't really name too many songs that, song. that depict African women in that kind of light. Like, you know, especially going back to the time of the 80s, there was just no authentically positive representation about Africa. I didn't have no Black Panther movies or anything back then like that of that nature. I think the closest thing they had was the Coming to America movie with Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, let's not forget that video of Michael Jackson putting down that gun. Change lives. He said. I don't remember. I think I remember that. <laughs> it's been all over TikTok. It's funny. But yeah, I feel like when people say that, like, would Michael, would Michael Jackson have been as popular, like, if he was dark skinned, like, throughout his um, vitiligo and skin bleaching? Er, honestly, I think so. What do you think, friend? I think so. I mean, I think it's a stupid question, considering his most popular eras were when he were dark skinned. He had already solidified right. himself before he was taken over by the vitiligo. So I think it's just. Mm-hmm. I think it's ignorant. I think it's stupid. I think it's a question that doesn't need to be asked. Once again, take away the mics, not mine. Um, <laughs> take away the mics. Um, also, next topic, um, we have talked about the trauma dumping and the trauma bonding once again on TikTok. Um, cause like, Ooh, I know you have was, a lot more to say about that than me. I'll, I'll let you take the mic for a few. Why was there a whole trend where people used to like go to like restaurants or drive-throughs and tell people about like oh. My husband died. My wife died. My dog died today. You know, I just want to. I want to pass on. It's like I'm just trying to serve you a burger. I don't. I don't need. To, and like sometimes the stories are fake, and you're just like there to get a reaction. Either that, or they want sympathy for free food. Why? Not even free food because they be paying for it. Or sometimes they just don't get the food. They're just there to tell the story. It's like, ma'am. I'm like 16, 17, 18, 20, working a minimum wage job trying to serve you burgers and tacos. I don't need to hear about the fact that your husband died five years ago today. And nobody asked you that. Nobody, that was not, I didn't ask, the only thing I asked you was, do you want, do you want ketchup with that? That was my only question. That's so stupid. People need to, Mm -hmm. some things need to be private. Not everything needs to be shared. I don't need to know mm-hmm. about your life. I don't know you. And people just stop coming on TikTok crying. 
and then like be crying on the lies, be crying in the videos. Oh, let's not forget. Um, what's that? What's that lady name? Um, Miss mm. Ukulele. Um, Jesus, what's her name? Oh my God, Miranda Singh. Feels like it's on the. I think I know what you're talking about, friend, but you could recap me. Let's not forget about the Miss Ukulele. Um, where she was like the um, I'm not a groomer. I'm just a loser. <laughs> it was. <laughs> oh my God, the fact that she thought that was a good idea. It's funny to me. She's like, the only thing I've ever groomed is my two Persian cats. Girl. Girl. I need people to stop trauma dumping and also take things more seriously. Like, you were accused of grooming children. You were accused of grooming children. Why are you playing a ukulele? Why? No, I'm... Are you strumming a no, friend, I just randomly thought of something that I totally forgot to say something that I had on my mind about the gym bros, but I don't want to like go back to like an old topic. I'll bring that up another time. Continue, friend. All right. And then um, we can bring the whole trauma dumping around into the ratchet TV. So, of mm-hmm. course, we have, of course, we have the classics, you know, MTV, BET, VH1, VH1, Oxygen at one point. Um, with the Bad Girls Club and them. Um, is MTV the one with the little wolf logo, or am I thinking of another one? Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know, that. friend. I just remember I, there was one channel with little wolf logo or whatever. It might have been a wolf. I remember the astronauts. But there may have been a wolf I don't at one know, time. Friend, they're always changing it. Um, But yeah, because uh, we had Jersey Shore. We had Bad Girls Club. We had Love and Hip Hop. Um, mm-hmm. all those type of shows, and then most recently, which has spawned in the last two years, has been Zeus Network, um, with Baddies East, Baddies West, the boy version, um, Justin's mm-hmm. Cabaret, um. Now, listen, I'm not gonna judge you if you like to watch that stuff. Go on ahead with your bad self. I used to love watching Jersey Shore. I used to love watching Bad Girls Club. Now, the issue is not the shows themselves. You know, people can consume whatever media they like. Um, and then people were saying, oh, well, it's showing people a character of black people or black women. It's like, well, the, there are women who actually act like that. So I don't think we should be calling people's real personalities car- caricatures just because they are black. Mm-hmm. Because like, it, right. makes, it makes it seem like, oh, like, oh, black people don't act like that. Well, they do. You wouldn't you wouldn't say you you wouldn't say that to somebody else. Why are you why are we calling people? No, I, I completely characters? know what you mean, friend. Like I understand where they come from at a certain angle, but you have to be a little careful with your wording at the same time because to your point, there are black people that act like Dexter on a monolith, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. The issue is not the shows themselves. You know, people can watch whatever they want. Um. You're an adult. You do mm-hmm. you. The issue comes with, and this is this is going to wrap into the other topic of conversation. The issue comes with the lack of parental supervision. Because why is your Ooh. seven-year-old, why is your five, four, six, seven, eight, nine-year-old watching Baddies East? Mm-hmm. 
and you know i have a lot and you know i have a little bit to build off of that friend it really just reminds me of the whole like sexy red and sukiana like discourse it's like sexy red and sukiana are, are like indoctrinating like the young little black girls like you know to objectify themselves and talk a certain way dress a certain way this and that and I'm just thinking to myself, Sexy Red and Sukiana are not waking up every morning thinking I'm going to go make music for like l little black girls that age range between to like five to nine years old, bruh. It's like if you truly believe that Sexy Red or any other artist alike's music is somehow damaging to your use then that's your job as a parent to monitor them why are you blaming sexy red and sukiyana or any other artists alike or putting some sort of pressure on them on what they're doing to make their career is a bad thing and that they need to dim their spotlight in some way to appease an audience that wasn't even their audience to begin with mm -hmm. um yeah and then that reminds me of that video i saw the other day with the toddlers singing um that rich baby daddy song it's like why does mm -hmm. your toddler know the words to rich baby daddy why does she have a microphone and a speaker singing rich baby daddy shake that for who and that's what i'm saying friend it's like you have a whole group of these little black girls that's a lot of irresponsible parents now that you think about it and and yet they just blame it on sexy red like what is like it's just so beyond me friend like Sexy Red is making music for grown ratchet women, not little girls. I said what I said, and I digress. Exactly. And then I remember that video I saw of that ballet teacher who was saying that um, she hates teaching now because the little kids are disrespectful. And then she was playing, like, for her students, she was playing, like, Princess Tiana music, and then they asked her to put on Sexy Red. And it's like, how do I know about Sexy Red? And that other video where that kindergarten teacher was like asking like the kids like all their favorite songs recently. There was a lot of Sexy Red. There was a lot of Summer Walkers. There was a lot of Drakes. There was a lot of um. There was a lot of. There's just a lot of stuff that kids shouldn't be knowing. Like what what happened to Kids Bob? Where did Kids Bob go? What happened to um? What happened to Disney songs? What happened to Disney Channel original music? What happened to High School Musical? Mm -hmm. Where did it all go? Because these parents are giving their kids iPads and computers and not watching what they're doing. And then want to want to like, like, oh, sorry, friend. No, you, you finish and you finish. And they want to have a shock Pikachu face when the kids turn out to do stuff they're not going to be doing. And to build off of you, friend, it's like, okay, so sometimes no matter how hard you try to monitor your kid, they might find out about someone like Sexy Red in some way, shape or form. So that leads to, uh, what's what I'm looking for? That leads to option number dose. I think it's important that, you know, it goes back to the whole, like, you know, convincing your parents to get GTA thing. It's like, you know, I think your child should have some sort of knowledgeable understanding of what goes into Sexy Red's lyrics before they repeat them. Because, you know, let's say they repeat in the wrong setting. It's obviously not going to end well. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I really doubt that those little girls that we saw in that viral video, like seeing Sexy Red, know what they're saying. They look no more than like six years old. What do they know about what Sexy Red is they saying at that age? Six. Those were like toddlers. Those babies were like three. Those they were too small to be six. They were like three, maybe four. Um, that one little yeah. girl was going crazy though. She was yelling, <laughs> I was like, chill. And then, 
And then we also have to notice that all that none of the little girls said the curse words. None of them cursed. Mm-hmm. They were all just singing the song. None of them said the curse words. So there's like some supervision going on there. That's because they are playing these things around their kids. You have to know what's appropriate to play around your kid and what isn't. Because why are you listening to that around your child? And you think mm-hmm. they're not going to repeat it. That doesn't make any sense. If I may add another thing, friend, I just think that it's so funny that, you know, a lot of these, like, millennials and these Gen Xers are the ones that mostly come after Sexy Red. It's like, I don't understand why they act like that the woman rappers that they came up on are so much more pure. They want to pretend like they don't know anything about that. You listen to Lil' Kim. You listen to Foxy Brown. I want you to be serious. And then some people will argue that the lyrics that they were saying were more intelligent. And I'm just like, but I'm not trying to compare who's the better artist. I'm simply just drawing a comparison that they're sexual lyrics nonetheless. Intelligent is crazy. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's funny. But continue, friend. You you continue. You were talking about Lil' King. Who else? Foxy Foxy Brown. Yeah, Foxy Um, Brown. You have Trina. You have... um, What's homegirl's name again? Oh my god, it's gonna drive me crazy. Well, um, hmm. Even if you go back to like, hmm. I'm sorry, friend. I just had a brain fart moment. Let me actually type in '90s and 2000s woman rappers. Um, but yeah, and the, and then there are parents who like to ban things so that they don't have to parent. Like, oh. Well, I don't monitor my kids, so instead of, you know, monitoring them, let's just get rid of this thing. It's like, what? Why do you want to get rid of Sexy Red, Suki, I mean, Sukiana, um, Ice Spice? Because your kids- The Brat? Mm, yeah. Eve? Mm. Um, Remy Ma? Oh. Badu could be a little sexual. Mm-hmm. I mean, even mm-hmm. though I wouldn't go as far as say she's a rapper at all, but still. Yeah. Oh, and then... My, my, my point is, regardless of the genre, music isn't always wholesome. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that, it, you can continue, though, friend. Super, it's all down to supervision. Speaking of a lack of supervision, um, last week we discussed uh, the GTA 6 trailer. And so there are mm-hmm. a group of parents who have made it their mission to get GTA 6 banned. They don't want it released because their whole thing is like, oh, video games are for children and Rockstar is monitoring, t- is um, not monitoring, is marketing GTA 6 to my kids. And this obviously isn't a game for kids, so it needs to be banned. These people don't read. Um, these people might be illiterate these people might be leah michelle because mm-hmm. the there's a there's a rating there's a rating in the trailer there's a rating on the game there's a rating in the box it all says m it all says 17 plus so if mm-hmm. your child isn't 17 plus well clearly this marketing isn't so because and then people are like, oh, well, like, I played the game when I was a kid. I used to go over to my friend's houses and play the game. And da, 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 da. Okay, well, don't get the game for your kid. Mm-hmm. That's like, don't get the game for your kid. 
when your kid goes over to your friend's house and tell the parents they can't play the game. It all comes I down feel to the people that... Oh, sorry, friend. It all comes down to watching your children. That's what they do. You're the parent. We didn't sign out to parent your kids. You're not going to stop me from playing a game because you can't watch your kids. Your kids ain't my kids. Your kid didn't come out my cooch. So why am I paying for it? No, to build off of you, friend, I really feel that the adults, well, more so the parents that are making these arguments have probably never been a gamer or picked up at least one game in their entire lives. Because to say that video games are, to ki- are for kids has to be one of the biggest lies I've ever heard come out of somebody's mouth. Video games can make you adults. Not it's just like when you sure. go... That's like saying that cartoons are only for kids it's not true at all when you consider that some of the earliest cartoons were pornography films mm, let's not forget not. about sausage party Once sausage again, party every last yeah. adult swim television let's, show let's not forget that my parents took me to see sausage party when i was 12. They thought that was, was 2016 right if i remember yeah. correctly yeah because they thought it was a movie for kids I mean, we stay. We watch you know, the movie. I actually, movie. actually have a, fu- I have a funny similar story, friend. That, friend, I can't even make this up. That when Deadpool came out in 2016, that I remember my gym teacher at the time when I was in the sixth grade. That she had two young sons. They were probably in. I think her one son was in kindergarten, and her other son was like in the third grade or something like that. And I remember she was complaining to the library teacher that she didn't know that it wasn't for kids, that she thought that it was a Spider-Man movie. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me. My friend Matt, we were talking on Twitter uh, the other day with the rest of our friends. And um, our friend King was talking about Deadpool. And Matt was like, is that Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is ironic and funny at the same time because Deadpool is supposed to be a mixture of Spider-Man and the character Deathstroke from DC, like a parody type of character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's funny. I don't know. But then, once again, reading is fundamental. Um, <laughs> get out your Leah Michelle bag. Hop into your um literate bag um yeah i don't know um i think that's it friend i feel like i do you have anything else you want to leave in 2023 um if we're talking about a completely new topic no honestly i think we 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 did everything according on list right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I got nothing then friend I don't know. I mean, something... Maybe we can make a follow up to this as a bonus episode, unless in case something else comes up. Who knows? Yeah, some people think we should leave Marvel in twenty twenty three because it's had a had a plummet in quality. Um, people, you you first, friend, because you know I'm about to go off. People saying Marvel fell off, which is like, yes, but also no. People are like, oh, well, the shows don't connect to the movies, and they aren't connecting storylines. It's like, well, what shows are you watching? I was just about to say, you literally can't watch Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness without WandaVision. Mm-hmm. You, you, you can't watch Loki. I mean, you can't watch Ant-Man without watching Loki. It's like, you're going to be confused. And, you can, and, now, and you can't watch the upcoming Captain America movie without watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, is that true? 
Yeah, friend, it's a follow up. Oh, I guess that'll be. <laughs> 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 um, uh, but yeah, and like, yes, some Marvel movies have fallen off because, like, I mean, everybody's dead. Honestly, friend, even aside not having Iron Man and Captain America, well, Steve Rogers' version of Captain America, it's like. The MCU has never been perfect. After the first Avengers movie came out in 2012, when you had movies releasing like Thor of the Dark World and Iron Man 3, people were literally complaining about the same thing, that Marvel was going downhill and that they thought that Marvel was just going to flop. But it's like, you got to have a little patience. You, you're going to have some wins and you're going to have some lose projects. Like, yeah, Thor of the Dark World and Iron Man 3, like weren't as great at the time compared to other projects that we've gotten straight after that like 2013 was just a pretty mediocre year if not bad arguably for the mcu because then following in 2014 marvel picked itself back up again we had captain america the winter soldier and guardians of the galaxy Mm -hmm. yeah i mean the most recent marvel movies we had um spider-man was it no way home yeah that was back in 2021 Oh my god, was it? It's been two years already, friend. Oh That's crazy. Oh my god, we're old. This is crazy. Oh yeah, Spider-Man I tell Man you, home. friend, Spider-Man, yeah. I tell you, friend, Spider-Man fans have been eating good for the last seven years straight. Yeah, we had Doctor Strange, we had um, Thor, Love and Thunder. I know y'all, I know y'all don't like it, <laughs> but I, it's, it has a special place in my heart. Um, we had... If we're talking about just MCU stuff, we had... Oh, I'm sorry, Fernie, continue. We had... I'm just talking about the movies, not the shows. We had Ant-Man, um, whatever that... Listen, Ant-Man movies have never been good. So, let's start there. (laughs) I don't know what y'all expected. The movies have never been the cream of the crop. They're just... They're just cheesy, entertaining filler adventures of the MCU, the way I view it. Yeah. Um, what are the... I we had um oh guardians know, of the galaxy. scrolling through oh, we had guardians of the galaxy 3 we had black panther wakanda forever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um secret invasion wasn't that great i thought it had a good start but really fell on its face middle to end i never tuned in and you're not missing out friend people also people also said that she hulk like caused the downfall first of all she hulk was fun Y'all are just some party. Pickers. I actually still actually didn't get around to that one or Miss Marvel friend. The last I didn't watch. Ms. I Marvel. think the last I think the last Disney Plus Marvel MCU show that I watched was was it oh no, it was Secret Invasion. Um but okay, so what happened at the time? I remember it was March twenty twenty two. Moon Knight came out and following this was She Hulk and Miss Marvel, which I don't know. I just never gotten around to those, honestly. And I know you can't watch the new Marvel film without watching Miss Marvel because it's literally like right before it. Yeah. Yeah. She-Hulk. I saw some clips up on on YouTube. Like I can just tell they weren't planning for it to be like a serious type of project. It was a little, little bit more let loose. It was just a fun little cutesy show, and y'all mm-hmm. took it so serious. I saw Daredevil returned in there, which that made me really happy. Oh, yeah. I know Daredevil that. And She Hulk slept together. 
but supposedly they're gonna retcon that that they're just gonna completely disregard it that because daredevil he's planned to have a revival series on disney plus which they want him to go back to his roots of being like you know the really gritty daredevil from the netflix series oh so like the more be, grounded type he's done being a hoe huh i said is he done being a hoe yeah <laughs> <laughs> The also, be sad. I, also, I this is so random, friend. But I saw that the Hulk had a son. What? And that at the end of She Hulk, and that everybody was saying it was like, "Who did that man's haircut?" Oh, I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, that's oh, friend, are you gonna? So since we're in January now. I know the only Disney Plus show that's going to release it. Well, you haven't seen Daredevil, so I don't know if you'll... Yeah, you won't be able to watch it then. So the show Echo comes out this January, on January 14th. They're act- it's actually going to be the first MCU show to just drop the full season. No weekly waiting. And it's going to be the first TV mature audience rating show on Disney Plus. Oh, wow. I mean, I can still watch Daredevil, friend. If my dad watches, I'll probably watch it. Listen, friend. Even yeah, it's... Seen show yeah, before, I'm going to do a quick Wikipedia search. What's the plot? <laughs> and I'm going to move on. <laughs> I, I don't think that's something you could Wikipedia. It's I could send you a watch list. It's it's not a long list. Um, So, yeah, Echo is a follow-up to Daredevil, but Daredevil has a special chronological order to it. I've seen the show five times over, so I can text it to you in like two minutes. Oh, that's so much work. Well, the thing is, friend, there's three seasons of Daredevil, but before the third season of Daredevil came out, he was also in that TV show called The Defenders, and the ending of The Defenders leads into Daredevil season three, so technically you have four seasons to watch, but that, so, yeah, they're only like, I guess it is kind of a lot, it's 13 episodes a season, and they're about an hour. Oh, friend, that's a project. That's a project. <laughs> If it makes it worth your while, Daredevil is still my favorite TV show I've ever watched. Like, from a filmmaker's perspective, I, it, I could tr- so hardly call too many TV shows, like, just perfect. Mm, yeah. Like, It'll down to production and acting, just the whole lot. It'll be on the watch list, friend. I still have to get, I still have to get through my Umbrella Academy notes. There's so mm-hmm. many pages. Hold on, let me see how many pages I have. Cause it's a lot. Oh, and I'm not even done. I'm only on like episode five, and there's thirty episodes. I kind of feels. I never thought I'd season. see the. Day, I never thought I'd see the day that Daredevil will be on Disney Plus. Honestly, and you said your dad watched it. Yeah, my dad watched all those. That's shows. a. Oh, he's a real one. I have forty-four pages. I have mm. 44 pages. Friends, look at all these pages. Mm. This is this is mm-hmm. my this is my table of contents. Now look at the pages. Ooh, not the not the keyboard. Look at all these pages. It's so many. Mm. It's just so many pages. So many words. What's the word count? Oh, we have 13,000 words, friend. 
13,000 words and 44 pages. Hate to see it. <clears throat> but, yes. I still can't believe it's going to be the last season of Umbrella Academy. Ugh. When does that come out, Bren? I don't think they announced a release date yet. We don't know. It's probably, it's probably, I'm guessing. Oh, by the summer. way, friend, we're still, I just, I, I like just noticed we're still recording. We didn't close us out. Oh, no, we're still, we're still talking about the <laughs> I think Oh, my God. I think it's. We got carried away. I think they're going to release Umbrella Academy probably around summertime because they released like the, um, the cast trailer thingy like back in like November. So if it was spring, I feel like they would have said it. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess maybe early late summer, hopefully. Um, but yeah, I need to come back. I need my Robert Sheehan fix. Um, so yeah, I'm needing to get the. I need. I'm needing to get. The Are you that. not the? Oh, by the way, friend, not to say that it's a must watch, but it's a suggestion. Are you interested in watching Luke Cage? Um, it's been on the watch list for a long time, friend. Okay. I just, I just wasn't sure because it does because Luke Cage is also in the Defenders and I just figured. Yeah, let's no. watch this. I've seen some episodes of each show, like I've seen episodes mm-hmm. of um Luke Cage. Um, what's the what's the girl's name? Jessica Jones. She yeah. actually had, she actually had the, yeah. I think she finished with the third. I think she was like the last like Netflix show before they all got canceled to release in twenty. 20- uh, I don't even remember, friend. I just remember it was the last one to get the plug pulled. But anyways, um, no, I was just, um, oh my God, the brain farts. No, that <laughs> Jessica Jones, the first season I really liked, second season I didn't like, and that really killed the show for me. And I just didn't feel like watching the third season. That's how much I didn't like the second season. Mm-hmm. Luke Cage was pretty good despite having some problems here and there iron fist was never that great honestly you're really not missing out with that one mm. yeah i've seen some episodes of each show because my dad used to watch them but i never like sat down and watched the whole entire shows myself i don't know it just was like a big punisher was me. also punisher was also an enjoyable watch it's just like a big project to me that's like so many shows so many shows so little time you know <laughs> i'll just have you stick with daredevil for now considering you know echo all right all right guys um i think this is it um yeah so we told you guys what you should leave in 2023 um it's a new year new year new you um don't forget it leave that toxic person in the past leave that man back there leave that girl back there leave that they them back there all right um (laughs) oh and we're gonna get out of here so um Toodaloo, y'all. Don't forget to follow us. Um, I forgot all of our socials. So, look in the description of the episode. Also, we have a website now. I made a website for us. Um, So, I'm going to plug that in the description as well. Um, Look at all our socials in the description. Um, You can find me on T Critiques everywhere. I finally changed my my TikTok (laughs) username. So, yeah, I'm T Critiques everywhere. Um, and... I like your new user, by the way. It fits. Thank you. And where can they find you, friend? Oh, I don't plan on changing my username anytime soon. It's Blurred Equa Vibes with a Z and not an S on everything. Per. 
Um, and with that being said, we hope you have an amazing start to your 2024. And we shall see you maybe either on Thursday or next week. Um, uh. Yeah. I think that's it, y'all. And don't yep. forget to be effing for real. You have something to say, friend? <laughs> nope. Just peace, love, and prosperity throughout the start of your 2024s, y'all. Take it easy. Woo! Bye! Bye!